Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 26, 2017. My name is Phil Prosmerich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Coming here for a Friday episode of the Locked On Magic podcast. The NBA Finals are set, of course. The Golden State Warriors taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm sure everyone is getting excited for that. We have a week to build up toward the NBA Finals. And I want to encourage everyone to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, especially Locked On Cavaliers and Locked On Warriors. Congrats to those guys. They get to cover basketball to the very, very end. Uh, check out those podcasts. You can find them on iTunes or Audio Boom. Fantastic job from both of those podcasts. I do occasionally listen to both of those podcasts. Uh, shows They do a great job covering their teams. And, and just like with Locked On Magic, it is the most in-depth daily coverage of the teams. And, and every team in the NBA has one of those. We'll be talking uh, later later on this week or next week with uh, Sean Woodley of Locked On Raptors. They get a better sense of, of Jeff Weltman and exactly who the Magic have hired to lead their front office. That's going to be for later, though. I do want to talk a little bit more about what is in front of them, of course. Um, or what is in front of him, of course, first, because we spent a lot of this week focusing on the front office decision, on the front office moves. But today is about the draft, and we're not going to go very long today. It's a Memorial Day weekend. Everyone's going. Everyone wants their day off. I'm going to try and take mine. No, no promises there. But it, this is, to say the least, a very, very big draft. And as I've said in the last few, in the last week or so, when talking about the front office position, when talking about the direction the Magic are headed and, and who they're looking to hire as their present basketball operations, the same realization always comes up. Oftentimes, for a general manager, his first decision, for, for a front office leader, his first decision is his most important. And I don't think that's completely the case this time around. But certainly, Jeff Weltman faces a very, very important decision right off the bat. One of the first things he's going to have to decide is very much what direction this team goes by the young player they invest in on draft night. This draft pick... It's easy to say it's one of the most important picks in Magic history. It's something something that they need. Or the team, when you look at the roster, and I'll look at it because because Weltman certainly is still kind of getting his ground his bearings here. When you look at this roster, it is a roster that is in a weird place. It's been together now for roughly five years, for the most part, intact. They look to add veteran players to push them over the top, and ended up getting worse. How do you move forward from that? Do you stay committed to your core? Do you blow it up? 
What direction do you go with that? It would seem after five years out of the playoffs, the Magic would like to try and form something out of this somewhat misshapen roster that they've still built. They'd like to find a way to push it forward and get it into that playoff berth that they've so desperately wanted and then grow from the middle from there. Get better that get better once you get in. Any path is going to be fraught with risk and any decision could backfire. It's the NBA. There's nothing sure about the draft. But without doubt, because the Magic are kind of cap-strained, they've got about $13 million of cap room, they're going to have to rely on this draft to get better. They have four picks in this draft. To me, it's hard to imagine them coming to camp with four rookies. But they're going to come in with at least two. And while I think it is important to get someone who can contribute at 25 as well, at six, as I've said before, the Magic need to try and find their star. Or at least a player who can take on a star role on occasion. The good news with this draft is that there are several players that have that potential. There are several players who fit that bill. You move on from Marco Fultz and Lonzo Ball and Josh Jackson, and you get into the group of players the Magic will be picking from. There are seven or eight legitimate players, which means the Magic will have a choice, and which means they have to do their homework. It starts, of course, with Jason Tatum of Duke. A great kind of swing forward. Good at isolation. Improving three-point shooter. Continues on with Malik Monk. One of the, probably the best shooter in the draft. Just can get hot and put up a lot of points in a hurry. Continues on with Dennis Smith Jr., whom the Magic have already had in town for camp, for a workout. Great driver and attacker to the basket. Can create a shot for himself as well as for others. Get to the foul line. You've got Jonathan Isaac. One of the most interesting prospects in the draft. He's got all the physical tools. Has a lot of versatile talent. Seems to fit that type that everyone likes likes to say of, of high potential guys. But struggled at times at Florida State to assert himself. And that, that that's typical of a freshman, I think. You've got Darren Fox. Probably best player that we saw at the NCAA tournament for, for a good chunk of it. A, a, a great scorer and playmaker. Not a great jump shooter. Everyone has their weaknesses in this draft. But everyone also has their potential. And that part's important too. And so when the mag- whoever the Magic pick, they're going to bring them in with a lot of expectations. But judging this pick is going to come very quickly. Can they contribute? Do they look like a keeper? Can they help this team get better? And it feels like with this pick, it's more about making the team significantly better. Maybe that 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 runaway star isn't there. And that runaway star isn't there at six. But the Magic need someone who... They need to pick someone who outperforms his spot. 
I've gotten into this debate with a few people and rehashing the Rob Hennigan era. I do not believe Rob Hennigan drafted poorly. Victor Oladipo was a solid player and a borderline, you know, waiting for him to get over the cusp star with the Magic. Aaron Gordon still looks like a good player. Looks like some at, at fourth pick in the draft, someone who's going to contribute. I think he's got all defensive team potential. His skills are still growing and developing, and, and the Magic just have to nurture him and play him in the right way. Alfred Payton, for as much as we bang on him, and it does kind of feel like he's kind of run his course a little bit, he is a quality player in this league, either off the bench or as a starter. He can start. He has that ability. He can play in the NBA. Really, the only top pick the Magic have had that hasn't worked out is Mario Azonia. But at the same time, you can look at all those picks and say, none of them developed into the star the Magic needed. Rob Hennigan's rebuild, after all, relied on stocking the team with talent through the draft. And while they got good players, they didn't get great players. There are potentially great players in this draft. Regardless of who gets picked in the first five picks before, the Magic will have the opportunity to pick a potentially great player at six. They just need to make sure it's the right one. And so, all the homework that Matt Lloyd and his staff have been doing, all the expertise that John Hammond and Jeff Weltman are going to bring it's going to go into that debate debate room and that, that war room and that board room at the Amway Center. After every workout, after every interview, after every tape session, after every conversa- after every discussion, every conversation, the Magic are going to have to break things down and figure out what is best for them. I'm a proponent when you're drafting this high in the draft, you draft best player available regardless of your roster. Even with this team, I still believe that. I have the sense that a Jason Tatum or a Jonathan Isaac or even a Malik Monk bumps into players already on your roster. If you take that player, you better be ready to commit to him. This is a draft to commit to the player that you're taking. The Magic readily acknowledge they're going to get a good player in this draft. They're going to get a solid player. They need more than solid. They need a good they need a good player in this draft. It is very, very important. You miss on this draft, you're looking at another struggling season. Another 30-win season. Another missed playoffs. Another trip to the lottery. That's the kind of fate the Magic are trying to avoid. Like I've said so many times, the lottery is about hope. And when you look at this roster after a 29-win season with the players they have, the uncertain future they have, and the likelihood that the only way to get better is to trade. And when you're trading, you're usually trading pieces the other team doesn't want for one reason or another. There's always a flaw in the player you're trading. It's really now about building hope. If I had to say there was a goal for the 2018 season without looking at the roster without thinking about the changes that are going to happen in the next two months. I would say that goal 
is to restore hope. Restore belief that things will get better for this franchise. That things are looking up again. I would say hiring Jeff Weltman, hiring John Hammond, expressing a desire to make a real significant investment in your basketball operations, which they've done already with the with the hires and seem like the Magic are going to continue to do, I would say that is a very good first step in the process. I would say that's a very good sign that the, that the Magic fans have reason to hope and believe in the future of this team. Next comes transforming the personnel. Next comes making the team on the floor better. And it's going to take more than a year. The rookie they draft isn't LeBron James. He's not going to transform their franchise in one summer. The Magic still need Aaron Gordon to take a step forward in his career. If they keep Alfred Payton, they need Alfred Payton to take a step forward in his career. They need Nikola Vucevic to maintain the improvements that he made on the defensive end. They need Evan Fournier to continue improving and continue improving his efficiency. They need Terrence Ross to come into his own. They still need that internal improvement to get better in addition to whatever moves they make. But they've got to be the ones that give the fans a reason to believe 2019 will be better than 2018. And 2018 has to be better than 2017. Doesn't feel like it can get any worse. And that's where the number six pick comes in. With so little cap room to spend and with an uncertain trade market, the sixth pick in this year's draft is going to be the biggest entry of talent the Magic will see. ESPN.com did a five-on-five kind of question-and-answer session with some of the writers, and one of the questions they were asked is, who is the best player on this team? Three or four of the the writers there said Aaron Gordon, and I would agree. Aaron Gordon right now is probably the, the best player for this team in the long term. One of them said, whoever they pick at six. And I'm not going to argue that. After Aaron Gordon, I would say the player they pick at six is the most important player on the roster. It's the most important asset on the roster. And the Magic need to make sure that they cash in on that asset. That they make it work. And they get a player who's going to turn into a very important piece to this magic future. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. And I would say that I think it's also important to know, important that they prepare for that, that they have every piece of information. I mean, you, you listen to Jeff Weltman on Wednesday. He said it pretty simply what his approach is going to be. He wants to hear 
from smart basketball people, from everyone in the room, what they think. Have debates. Have arguments. See what argument wins the day and then make a decision. And so I think it's really important that there is some continuity in the room. I think it's actually very important that there is someone who knows this roster. Knows where they've been developmentally in the room. And I think it's important that there's people that have been part of the evaluation and decision making since the season began. Wellman said he's going to sit down with Frank Vogel to get a better sense of the roster. But I think he also needs to sit down with Matt Lloyd. And I think with the work Matt Lloyd's done in preparation for the draft and in preparation for free agency, I think the Magic need to do whatever they can to keep Matt Lloyd. At least through the draft. At least at least until the summer calms down. And probably beyond that. You can't completely wipe away the old unless you're planning to completely tear down and rebuild anew. And I don't, again, I don't think the Magic are going to do that. I think the Magic want to build with what they've got. Because it's been five years since they've made the playoffs. And so, I think the place to start is by listening to your predecessor, essentially. To your holdover staff and the one leading the charge in this draft. As I said, this draft pick is really important. It is an incredibly important asset and someone who needs to become a starting player in the very near future. And who's been gathering the information on this on these players? Who's been evaluating the draft for several years now for this team? Who understands how a player might fit into this roster. Who's someone that has at least laid the groundwork for you to stand on as you're jumping on board this train? I think that's Matt Lloyd. And I think even though he won't rise to general manager as many expected him to, the Magic have to find a way to keep him on the staff and keep that continuity. Someone who has watched Dennis Smith work out already and talked to him and talked to a lot of these prospects already. Talked to Darren Fox in Chicago. That feedback, that information is going to be incredibly important and valuable to this draft process. That intelligence, those plans that he began laying for free agency, players that he thinks they should target, comes from being informed of the last four or five years working as assistant GM under Rob Hennigan and saying, this is the direction I think we should go or this is these are the players I think could, would help us improve. And bringing that perspective, it doesn't necessarily mean that wins a day. I'm sure Jeff Weltman's going to sit down and look at the same information and think about, okay, this is the information Frank Vogel's given me. This, these are the needs that he thinks we should, we should address. Here's how I think we should address them. Waltman certainly has his own opinion and brings his opinion to the table. But I still think the work Lloyd's done since April 15th, 16th 
is incredibly valuable and shouldn't just be washed away or left as a report on a desk rather than a human being in the conference room making that argument. Matt Lloyd is still generally very well thought of around the league. If, if the Magic do let him go, he's going to find a job pretty quickly. That's how well thought of he is. And there are rumors, who knows if they were true, that suggested the Magic, that, that teams were hesitant to let the Magic interview their personnel because they're trying, they were trying to get Matt Lloyd the job. Generally, people think Matt Lloyd is ready for the lead share. And obviously, he's not going to get it in Orlando this time around. But his scouting, his personality, the perspective that he brings has been valuable. And by all accounts, he's done a very good job preparing the magic for the draft, getting information down for this important pick. And with a month to go and already so much done, I don't think it would be prudent for the magic to change course there. Or at least give up that information and that perspective. Give up that voice in the room. Matt Lloyd's preferences and and his arguments may not win the day. But I think his reasoning, explaining you know why he thinks the way that he thinks or, or how, how the information was gathered or what he targeted in his discussions with draft prospects already, I think that perspective is still extremely valuable to the Magic and should be extremely valuable to Jeff Weltman. And it's that reason why I think the Magic have to make sure they keep Matt Lloyd around to make this important pick. Because he's done a lot of the legwork already. He was part of the process that gave the Magic all the information they have on these guys they're looking to pick. And they got to pick someone at 6, someone at 25, someone at 33, someone at 35. They've got a lot of picks to get through. It's a lot of legwork that's already been done. And to, to completely push aside or completely get rid of the guy who did a lot of that legwork, I think, would not be prudent with such an important draft on the horizon. We're still getting to know Jeff Weltman. We're still getting to know what his strategy is going to be and what his focus is going to be and what he feels this team needs. But certainly, all eyes this summer are on the draft for the Magic. They need this draft to hit. They know it. They're going to get a good player, but they need to make sure they get a good player. Someone who possibly can grow into a star. And then create the environment that will ensure that that happens. So I think gathering all the resources available, including Matt Lloyd, is a big part to finding that success. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Hope everyone has a very good Friday, has a very happy Memorial Day weekend. Uh, a quick note here, if you're looking to join the Locked On Podcast Network, we're a podcast network of daily podcasts covering the NBA and the NFL. About every NBA team is covered. I believe every NFL team is covered as well. The Locked On Podcast Network is hiring a national sales manager. 
Be part of the fastest growing sports podcast network selling the NBA channel, the NFL channel, and the entire network to national advertisers. If you have the skills, the perseverance, and the game to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, email LockedOnPodcasts at gmail.com with your resume. That is LockedOnPodcasts at gmail.com. Would love to have you on the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Like I said, you can find us on iTunes and Audioboom. Just search Locked On, your favorite team or the team you're looking for. It's obviously Locked On Magic. You've got already, but if you're looking for another team, if you're looking to follow the Cavaliers through the NBA Finals or the Warriors through the NBA Finals, check out Locked On Cavaliers as well as Locked On Warriors. They do a great job covering their teams. I'll be listening to them during the NBA Finals as we get ready for uh, this, uh, get ready for what should be a very good NBA Finals. You can, of course, find Locked On Magic on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, TuneIn. Be sure to subscribe there as well as leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. It does help us get the word out about Locked On Magic. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. And you can follow me on Twitter at Daily as well as like us on Facebook at Orlando Magic Daily. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check us out at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. That's going to do it for me. We'll be back again next week. I don't know if I'll air a show Monday. I might hold off till Tuesday on that. So have a very happy Memorial Day. I'll see you after the weekend, one way or another. For Orlando Magic, Jalen Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. Have a great weekend. I'll see you all again on the next time on Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17